Hello and welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Football Pod with Nick and Cody coming at you with uh, a little best bet segment here on Saturday, getting you ready for the games tomorrow. Uh, we're also going to run through a couple updates on injuries that we got today. Uh, this is recording on Friday afternoon right now, uh, as well as maybe a little bit of reaction to that Thursday night game. Mostly just uh, sad to see Tua, you know, going off the way that he did. Uh, but other than that, you know, the game itself was pretty entertaining. Just didn't quite live up to its billing because of a Tua injury, I think. But, um, Cody, do you have anything you want to say about the Thursday night game? Or do you want uh, me to just run through these injuries? Uh, just a up up uh, an update on Tua. He uh he did fly back with the team. He's back home in Miami and apparently in good spirits and like everything's functional and stuff. So he uh, seems to be all right, but he's probably gonna be out a couple weeks, at least this upcoming week for sure. And then we'll kind of see when he's able to get back into into football shape. And then the NFLPA is also investigating the concussion situation from last week. So there may be some more to a tag of Viola news coming out this weekend than we expected initially. Yeah, as they should probably, it seems like some protocols probably were not yeah, followed there uh, in the game against Buffalo with Tua. So um, we'll hopefully they will correct that and uh, make sure Miami pays for anything that they did uh, to get him back out on the field, you know, too quickly, uh, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, some updates on injuries we talked about yesterday. Um, Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston are both out this weekend uh, for the game against Minnesota. That'll come into play with my best bet later, as we'll talk about. But uh, you'll see Andy Dalton as the starter out there on Sunday in London. And uh, Chris Olave probably gets a little bit of a bump up as well, even though he's missing his starter because Thomas is out. Um, same for Jarvis Landry if you're in a deeper league. Um, looking at some other ones here, Christian McCaffrey, still questionable. He did practice in a limited fashion on Friday, so I'd expect him to play, but he is not for sure, so you got to watch him uh, coming into this weekend. DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown both ruled out for their game against Seattle, so it'll be a lot of TJ Hawkinson and Jamal Williams in that one. Uh, Cordero Patterson returned to practice Friday. Seems like he's going to be okay, but again, keep monitoring that one. He's listed as questionable. Gabe Davis did suffer a setback this week in practice. He's still expected to play. Um, I don't love to hear that, but as long as he's out there, I think you probably got to put him in your lineup if you have him. Um, Andy Dalton starting. We talked about that. Godwin and Julio are going to be both game-time decisions. That's a Sunday night game against Kansas City, so you're probably just going to have to make other plans unless you have a Russell Gage or something like that on your bench that you can throw in instead. Uh, but, yeah, you're going to be rolling the dice with those two if you're counting on them for your lineup. And David Montgomery was ruled out for the game on Sunday, so it will be Khalil Herbert in a featured role as we expected uh, when we talked about it the other day. I think that's all I have for relevant injury updates I've seen. Uh, Mac Jones isn't going to play. We kind of expected that. Gallup is going to play as well. Michael Gallup will play his first game yep. uh, for the Cowboys this Sunday. So I think he's more of a long-term play, but uh, we'll see how he looks uh, with Cooper Rush on the field against the uh, Washington Commanders. And last one here, Keenan Allen, kind of surprising. He's already been ruled out for the game this Sunday against the Texans. So uh, if you have Josh Palmer, you can go ahead and throw him in your lineup. But if you have Keenan, uh, you're going to need to make other plans because he is out this Sunday. Cody, any uh, reactions to those injury uh, updates there? Um, I do have one. If you're in a shallower league and you don't have to start Gabe Davis, I would uh, I would maybe go the other way. Just a re-aggravation or just 
you know, something happened this week, so they may just try and take it a little bit easy on him throughout the game, and I don't want that to affect your fantasy score. But if you're in, you know, probably the most traditional leagues, relatively deep leagues, he's he should be a starter still. But if you're in one of those really shallow eight-team leagues or something, I would pivot away from Davis this week. Yeah, he's uh, certainly a little bit riskier now with the, the re-injury happening uh, a couple days ago. So it seems more likely he could exit that game if uh, you know he was to re-aggravate that ankle again. Um, moving into our best bets, I think this is a pretty good transition here, Cody, because I'm going to throw it to you for your first one, and it does involve that Bills and Ravens game. It does, absolutely. But before we do that, I do want to give Nick a very big shout-out. Uh, five and one in the past two weeks, and I would say you were on the right side of that Eagles commanders just listening to a lot of uh, betting, other betting podcasts. But uh, big shout-out to you. Big Two big weeks in a row. Hope you keep it rolling. And, and the people have some cheers for you. So, give up to Nick. He deserves it. The world, honestly. Absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully we'll keep And then back going. to me. And then over me, over to me. I went one and two to two and one, back to one and two. So everyone just, just laughed for a little bit. Yeah, that hurts, but it is what it is. All right. So yes, my first best bet of this week. I am going to take the Ravens plus three at home against the Bills. Uh, this is one philosophy for me. I love uh, home underdogs. Are typically really good to bet on. And then the other thing. Um, one, the weather concerns. If it ends up being a tough weather game, I just trust the Ravens' ability to run with Lamar. And then, um, you know, last last thing I really want to say about this game is if you are if you like the Ravens like I do, it's probably even worth betting the money line because the Bills have had a bad habit of losing close games. So if you think the Ravens are going to be within three, there's a good chance that they also win. So you may want to sprinkle some on the money line as well. I like this pick, especially considering the weather, uh, you know, the weather problems that are probably going to be there on Sunday. That will definitely come into play with one of my best bets later on. So I'm clearly on board with you there, Cody. I'd be taking the Ravens and the points if I was betting the line here as well. Um, my first best bet is one that I talked about uh, on our pod, uh, the, the week four preview that we did. Jets at Steelers over unders 41 and a half. I like that over quite a bit. Um, these are honestly two bad defenses right now, uh, especially on the Jets side. I think the Steelers, uh, obviously not the best offense in the world, but the Jets defense has not been anywhere near uh, improved off of its bad showing last year. So I think they'll be able to put up some points, and I think the Jets will be too uh, with their wide receiver weapons that they have, even with Zach Wilson coming off his first game. I think that's the reason this line is so low uh, at 41.5, but... I think the these receivers in this secondary is just a big mismatch. So as long as Zach Wilson is any sort of, you know, playing any sort of good ball here, then we're going to get to 41 and a half pretty easily, I think. I'll take that over, and uh, I like the number for quite a bit. Yeah, I actually like that over bet as well. Um, and you highlighted it perfectly. Both these defenses are bad enough. They should be able to give up, you know, roughly 20 points aside. Um, which will get you close to that over, but I could even see it going you know, a little bit higher than that and smashing the over. So I really like that bet. Uh, my second best bet of the week, it's a little bit ugly, but sometimes you got to do it. I'm going to take the Seahawks plus three and a half points at the Lions. 
This is really simple for me. Um, I expect this. I didn't look at, I don't remember the over and under. I did look. I may also sprinkle a little bit on the under for this game just because it's going to be, um, in my eyes, probably a little tough sledding. So reason why I like this bet, the Lions, from an offensive perspective, lose by far their two best playmakers, and they're going to be re- relying a lot on Hawkinson, Josh Reynolds, and Jamal Williams. And DJ Chark. If that's the case, I feel like that offense takes a pretty big downgrade. And I also already think that the Lions' defense is a little bit suspect. So if Rashad Penny is able to cut up this defense like other running backs have been able to, um, then I think the you know the Seahawks may be able to grind this one out. Another one that I also don't mind on the money line if you like the Seahawks in this bet. Uh, but for the best bets, I'm going to take the Seahawks plus three and a half. Yeah, considering the injury update that we just received with St. Brown and Swift being out, I like that line a lot as well. I think that is a major hit to the Lions offense, as you said. Those are their two best playmakers by a pretty decent margin. And, uh, yeah, Seattle should be able to move the ball on that Lions defense. Hasn't shown us much in the first couple weeks against, uh, you know, pretty good offenses, I would say, but nothing. You know, the Washington offense is able to move the ball on them. And uh, Minnesota's offense scored 28 points again last week. So the Detroit Lions have not shown us anything to say that they're going to not let up 20 points in this game. That probably will be all they need to win against Detroit this Sunday. I like the plus three and a half with the Seahawks. Yep. Uh, the over-under is 48 on that one, by the way. I did consider moving the under there, uh, so I, I like that bet as well. Ooh. But I I like that under a lot. I do. <laughs> I do, too. I got burned on the, the Detroit under in week one, so I, I probably was a little gun-shy there, but I, I do like that number. Um, this one, another injury concern kind of influencing my decision on this guy. That's uh, Minnesota minus three and a half against the Saints. I don't love taking um, three in the hook here with uh, the Saints good defense against the, the Vikings offense. But with Andy Dalton under center, uh, I feel pretty confident here in a three and a half number for the Vikings. If they're going to be a playoff team, they should be able to win this game and win it by at least four points with Andy Dalton uh, under center on a neutral site. So. I will take the Vikings minus three and a half uh, against the Saints in London on Sunday. Yep, I love that bet. That was actually, I was deciding between that one and my last one here for which one I'd put as number three. So I, I back that one completely. I think the Vikings could potentially blow out the Saints and that's not discrediting the Saints defense, which I think is pretty good. I just think that their offense is going to be pretty bad this weekend. Yeah, so, and Michael Thomas as well. Um Yes, absolutely. And we've been low on Michael Thomas, but when you take out a playmaker, it's worth something. So I, I like this, the Vikings minus three and a half, and I expect Justin Jefferson to try and have a pretty big game, which may help that Vikings offense move a little bit Hopefully. as well. Uh, and then my last number three here, Jaguars at Eagles. I am actually going to take the over of 45 and a half. Uh, this one I'm a little iffy about, but I still am going to lock it in. I'm a little iffy because both these defenses, at least the Eagles defense has shown to be towards the elite side and the Jaguars defense has been, you know, pretty good so far through this season. Uh, But on the other side, I think both offenses are also pretty good. So I could see a situation where there's a short field turnover that ends up, you know, leading into points for the other team as well as potentially a, a defensive touchdown. And then these de- these offenses, in my opinion, are good enough that they are going to score points um, against the majority of teams. So unless the Eagles are you know closer to the 0-1 Ravens than I'm expecting, I, I expect this over to hit. And I'm not too concerned about the Eagles side. It's just I'm a little bit concerned about the Jaguars 
holding up their end of this bargain against a tough Eagles team. But um, I've been high on the Jaguars all year, and I, I'm just going to continue to ride that. So Jaguars, Eagles, over 45 and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I think you said it perfectly there at the end. This bet, in my mind, is really a bet on the Jaguars to get to 20 points. I think if they can do that, then uh, the Eagles will hold up their end of the bargain. They would need to get to 26 in that case. Uh, and everything I've seen from this Eagles offense just tells me that they're going to have no trouble here against the Jags at home. They've been very good the last two weeks, only 10 points allowed the Jaguars, that is, to the uh, Chargers and the Colts combined the last two weeks. But uh, that being said, I think this Eagles offense is just too good to stop with that offensive line the way it's rolling right now. So if you think the Jags can get to 20, then I like this bet quite a bit. I'm a little on the fence there about that uh, myself, but the Jags have looked pretty good so far, and they've proven everybody wrong to this point, so I wouldn't want to bet against them either. Uh, my last yeah. bet is another over-under, and it, it's going to go back to that Bills and Ravens game. Uh, over-under is at 51 here. If you got it a little earlier in the week, you were lucky. It was a little higher, 52, 53. I saw that on some books, but it's bet down to 51 now. That's because of the weather concerns that we have discussed, and I would be willing to venture that this game will be down to 48 and a half, maybe 49 by the time kickoff rolls around and it's actually pouring down rain in Baltimore, which it will be. Trust me, I've uh, done the, the meteorology work behind the scenes. I'm really going uh, digging deep on these best bets, trying to keep my, my role going here. So uh, the under of 51 is really just a bet on this uh, being tough sledding for both sides because of the weather concerns. And, uh, you know, 51 is kind of a hard, that's a hard number to hit on just a regular game between two good teams that are going to be competing. Um, and if you add in the, the weather factor there, it's just going to be tough for both of these teams to get to that number. So I like under 51 for Bills at Ravens because it will, and I think this is one you probably want to get now because it will uh, go down as we get closer to kickoff and the, the weather situation is more certain. Yep, if you're listening to this thing Saturday morning, I would lock that bet in for sure. And Nick is 100% correct. It will definitely be raining because it's going to be raining in Baltimore from the time we're recording this, which is 3.45 Friday afternoon, until Monday. Yep. So I would say that there's almost no chance it won't be raining. So I do agree with Nick. Uh, they, you know, Vegas has to keep this line reasonably high because if for some reason those storms get out of there and it's clear – and it's at 48, then they probably blow the over. Right. But I expect it to still be raining. Meteorologists do. And at this point, I would just take advantage of Vegas, just kind of leaving it up there for right now and bet the under. But I do agree by game time, if you're looking at this, if you listen to this, you know, right before the game starts, you might be looking at a 48 and a half, 48 over under, which at that point, I'm a little bit concerned about that. Yeah. But at 51, I love it. I think that's a really good bet. You're just banking on the. Uh, you know, basically the weather not being, not cooperating. We already saw what happened in the uh, 49ers-Bears game. I mean, it was a 29 total points scored in that monsoon, and the weather isn't going to be that much better for uh, Baltimore this weekend, in Baltimore this weekend. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, it's going to be raining from now until uh, game time, essentially, uh, in Baltimore. So you have to wonder how good those field conditions could possibly be if they're, you know, if it's going to be that waterlogged by the time Sunday rolls around. So going to be tough sledding for the Bills and the Ravens. I think that lends more credence to your uh, sitting of Gabe Davis this weekend as well. I think you might want to just temper your expectations for uh, any pieces you have in that game. 
Yep, I completely agree. Nick, do you have anything you want to mention before we uh, let the people go and enjoy their NFL Sunday? No, I don't think so. I think we got in all the the last little tidbits of info that we needed to get out there. Uh, Good luck, and hopefully we keep our role going on these best bets. Uh, The last couple weeks have been much kinder than week one. Yeah, I feel I feel good. These six that I'm looking at right now, I think they're all six of them I, I like to a certain extent. So I think it should be a good week. Everybody, again, if you have any last minute uh, sit, start decisions, hit us up on Facebook or another social media or text us. But try and put it on social media because I want, I want more people to kind of get adapted to that. So if you text it to me and I tell you to put it on social, I'm not being rude. I just want to continue to grow our presence there so that way more and more people continue to do the same thing uh but besides that thanks for listening i don't think we plugged in the beginning so like comment subscribe share everything that you can do to help us out we appreciate it hopefully we're helping you make some money and win your fantasy football league this year but uh peace out everybody have a good rest of your weekend and uh hopefully you dominate week four peace out